everybody, and welcome to the Why Should I podcast. I hope you are having a fantastic new year so far. Happy 2023. Uh, We got a fun episode in the queue today. I am back with my friend, Sarah English, and uh, she was on the podcast a couple episodes ago and just crushed it. And she is just one of my favorite friends to talk to. And so uh, we're going to have just a conversation. And literally, I'm thinking of this as like a game of tennis, just bouncing back and forth, a nice little rally. But we're switching it up a little bit. And Sarah is going to kind of take the lead of the host, if you will. And so we're having a conversation today around the topic of why should I dream again in 2023? Uh, I just feel, and after having conversations with some other people, that the last couple years have just kind of sucked the life out of us, give us given us a, a just a kick to the stomach, if you will, and feeling like, man, I'm just trying to keep my head above water. I'm just trying to like pay my bills and make it out here on these streets. It's brutal, right? But the beauty of saying, hey, it's a new day. That I love that about the new year. It's, it's a time to reflect. It's a time to um, take some inventory and look ahead with some hope and some vision and some goals and some dreams. And I know a lot of times those can be lofty and, and people don't even finish out on that kind of stuff after a few weeks. But I also think that there's just a lot of health with it. And so we're talking about that and how we can uh, have some hope for the future and for what God wants to do. Um, and so, yeah, it's kind of where we're going today. So Sarah, take the lead. Hello. I'm so excited to be here and talk with you. And especially around this topic, I feel like it's so important, especially in this new year, just to think about how can we like move forward and dream again. And one of the things that comes to mind when we think about that is in order to dream, we have to have hope. Right. And um, that's that's necessary Mm -hmm. for us to dream again. And so what, what does hope mean to you? Like when you think about hope, what does it look like in your life? What does it mean? How do you live in it? Yeah. I'd say the first thing is just the, the verse that we have hope as an anchor for our soul. And it's that thing that keeps us steady. And to me, hope, uh, by definition, is just a confident expectation. It's believing that God can and will and wants to do something good. Um, it's easy sometimes to sip the Kool-Aid of the pessimist and to just see glass, glass half empty and all that's going on in the world. But I think when we can move in the opposite spirit and say, hey, I got hope in my soul and things around me might be shaky, circumstances might not be perfect, things might not be exactly how I'd like, but I can believe in the character and nature of God to say that there's better things in front of me, yeah. the best is yet to come, right? And. Um, you know, I think there's a lot of power in positive declarations. I know Word of Faith has gotten a lot of uh, negative connotations, but it is biblical to um, have some affirmations of sorts to, Scripture says, favor surrounds me like a shield. My steps are ordered. I'm the head and not the tail, above yeah. and not beneath, right? There's all these so things good. that when we remind ourselves, hey, God's on my side, and if he's for me, who can be against me, right? Yes, so good. <laughs> yeah. I think that is so true. And as believers, one of the things that always is so encouraging and astounding to me 
is that no matter what our circumstance is, we can have hope and we can have peace and we can have joy, not because of what's happening in our world, but because of who we know right. and who we're going through it with. Right. And so it is like so countercultural yeah. that we can be in the midst of hardship and difficulty and stress and anxiety, mm-hmm. but yet because of who we know, right. because of whose we are, yeah. we can live in that with a peace, with yeah. an assurance, with a hope yeah. of what's to come, that there is good and that there is beauty mm-hmm. and that he is working all things together for the good of those who mm. love him and are called according to his purposes yes that's a promise so good and so it's so good <laughs> like we we are called to have hope but we have to have hope and right because of who we know mm-hmm. and whose we are i think it's so cool too how like when we were kind of bouncing this idea off of of this topic i sent it over to you and you were like kind of tell the story a little bit about uh your how this works for you or whatever yeah we were talking about it and um and you were like i've been thinking about this why should we dream again yeah and i someone had said those exact words to me uh just a couple weeks ago been going through some transition in my life and changing of of jobs and and just changing of seasons and um, a lady came up to me and said I have been praying for you all year Mm. and my prayer has been that you would be able to dream again and I was like whoa and I read the text from you I was like this is so timely because that is where I, where I'm at yeah is to, to enter in entering into a season of being able to dream again oh I love that being able to hope and, yeah. and what that looks like yeah it's uh over Thanksgiving I was talking with my sister because we're kind of similar in the fact that we like to keep calendars and we like to have a vision board and all that kind of stuff and there's this uh, speaker author person that that we really like to listen to and I was asking her if she had, I'll just tell you, her name's Terry Savelle Foy, and, and her kind of whole lane is on this topic. And I asked my sister, I was like, have you been listening to her stuff or whatever? And it was funny because my mom kind of chimed in, and she's like, it just feels like, I kind of like I said at the beginning of the podcast, I'm like, I dreams, all that kind of stuff. Like, we've had a lot of loss in our family. Mm-hmm. Just um, my parents, as they pass through a church, have lost a lot of uh, people in their congregation. Yeah. And just tough stuff, whether it's sickness or whatever it is, you know, it just kind of feels like collectively as humanity, it's yeah. like dreams. Come on. You know, like, it just feels like. And so I just think that there's this fresh wind, not only collectively, especially as people of faith, but individually for God, just kind of a call to say, hey, let's dream again. Yeah. So that's one of the questions that I was thinking about is what what hinders our ability to dream? Yeah. Oh, gosh. For the sake of keeping things super (laughs) real, I think disappointment after disappointment after disappointment, people get uh, disillusioned and frustrated and worn out and I feel like kind of hands get thrown in the air and just saying you know I'm (laughs) why right why should I (laughs) why why should I but when we again can just faith is all about the substance of things hoped for yeah the evidence of things not yet seen right and so when we can go back to that and say gosh last couple years might have not been what I have hoped for whether that's financially relationally um with my vocation what with a um hoping for a family whatever it is we all have our stuff but when we can choose to believe in the goodness of God uh, the last Sunday of church in 2022 
we just sing that Bethel song, Goodness of God. And I love that part. Uh, Your goodness is running after me. Yeah, so good. <laughs> I mean, that Psalm 23, going yes. back, that not maybe, not possibly, but surely His goodness is running after us. Yeah. It's chasing us down. And so rather than looking at all of those things, and I think it's very okay to be real. And it's tough sometimes to sing those songs of, you know, that all these positive declarations of, you're never going to let me down, yeah. you know? And then it's like, yeah, but I kind of felt like felt that. that. Yeah. Yeah. And real. so, um, but to, to just say, I'm not going to let my emotions dictate what I know to be true about the goodness of God and what these, uh, there's a verse, I don't, I'm butchering it, but it's like these short afflictions are nothing compared to, you know, what is to come. And so rather than getting disappointed and disillusioned and all of the disses, um, choosing to, to really stand strong against the current and, um, hold on and stay tethered to that anchor that we have. It's so good. And I think one of the things that when I think about what you're saying and just the difficulty and and um, the disappointment mm-hmm. that comes with when life gets hard and when things don't go as we plan and we think God is not coming through how he should be or he's not answering our prayers how he, we want him to, and, and we get... Um, we get into almost a survival mode in life, you know, when things get difficult and we're just trying to make it through. We're just trying to survive. And I feel like as kids, it's so easy to dream Mm -hmm. because there's so little that you have to worry about. (laughs) And then as you get older, you realize, oh my goodness, there's so much more to life and there's so much more I have to sustain and be responsible for. And, and it's harder to dream because you're worried about the little things that you have to be responsible for and take care of. But to realize that, that we are safe mm-hmm. and that we have a God who is providing for all of the little things. Right. And so if we could take our eyes off of being worried and concerned about the about surviving mm-hmm. and realizing that we are connected to the source that is life. Mm-hmm. Like we are connected to life. We are connected to a perfect father who's going to take care of every one of our needs. And that can free us up to get out of survival mode Oof. and get into thriving mode yes. and dream again and hope again because he is taking care of it all. Yeah. And so we can dream again. But it's so easy when you get disappointed and you're, you're thinking just one day at a time. It's so hard to think about the future. Mm. But to realize that we have a God who holds the future. Come on. And so he's living with us in the present. He's living with us in the future. So we can dream big. Yeah. And we can have hope yeah. that there's good things to come yeah. because he promises it. Right. It doesn't mean it's going to be without any difficulty. <laughs> yeah. But we know he's going to be there, so it's going to be okay. Yeah. And so it gives us the safety and assurance mm. that we can dream and yeah. we can have hope yeah. even in disappointment. Oh, I love that. And like, he cares, he yes. cares, he cares, he cares. Yeah. And I know sometimes I found myself being kind of like, I don't know if I should pray about that. Right. But then I am, can rest in the fact that I can pray about everything. everything. Yes. And the beauty is that God will sift these things out and work it out And it's either a yes, a no, a maybe, uh, or or not yet, right? Mm -hmm. But that he hears, he sees, he cares, and we can have some 
again, confident expectation, some hope, like that verse you you referenced, that he's working it all together for good. And my favorite verse in my whole life, Ephesians 3.20, is that he can do more than we can ask, think, or imagine according to the power at work within us. And so I'm like, hey, that verse tells me if I can dream this baby, mm-hmm. let's go. So he can good. do even yes. more. So that's that's kind of what I'm holding on to. That's so good. Yeah. So why? Why is it important? What difference does a dreaming believer make other than a believer who is stuck in a problem, in a difficulty, and is unable to dream? <laughs> why is it important for us to get to a place where we're living out of hope oh. and we're dreaming again? Wow. That is that is a good question and i think the first thing that would come to my mind is that if you are a believer in jesus christ and you are saved redeemed set apart called have the holy spirit of god living in you but you don't have the audacity to dream and believe god for good things in your life then you are literally no different than any other person who does not have faith in jesus because perhaps you haven't caught a true revelation and glimpse of his character and his nature as a good father and as someone who loves you and we can hear we hear that so much i mean we're church kids we've grown up in this our whole lives but there is a true revelation of knowing that uh, we are operating from this place of love and not for love and so because of that we in a sense have a right in a in a godly holy type way to have this audacious boldness. Scripture says we can come boldly before the throne of grace. And so it's like, okay, if you're not going to dream and believe and hope, what you're doing is putting yourself in uh, in just this place where you're not tapping into the fullness of what I feel like God has for you. And that might sound rude, might sound harsh, but I think it's, it's just kind of the truth of um, oh, you owe it to yourself to to really tap into the god-given talents passions giftings that you have been wired with and i say this a lot on the podcast but like the world needs what you have to offer and god's been kind of speaking to me in funny ways lately because i'll be in the most random settings and just catch this glimpse of the beauty of that in action. So like the two contexts I can think of is like I was at a basketball game and I was just like the coolness of the fact that these young athletes have spent their lives training and believing for this big break to be this big division one athlete, right? And their parents putting in the money and the time to see that this dream comes true for their kids. And then I look at the referees and the coaches and these people who have these passions and these giftings to see these kids, you know, play to this high level. And then I look at the band and there's all these kids playing these instruments. That's like, I could never do that with, you know, a tuba or clarinet or whatever, you know, it's something that's like, that's so cool. And that's your thing, you know, and then the cheerleaders and the dancers and it's like, you are needed and that's amazing and then like i was even at the nutcracker and like the little the ballerinas are you kidding me yeah (laughs) like that's so cool and same deal like the hours and the blood sweat and tears and it's just like your gifting is needed and whatever that thing is 
tap into it and honor God with it and glorify him with it. Because, like, we are not here for a long time, no. so make it a good time. Yeah, for, yes. I think the, the thought that comes to my mind when you say that is we were created for just such a time as this. Yeah. And so don't waste it. Mm. But I think also the beauty of knowing Christ is that we can hold contradicting emotions at the same time. And so mm. we don't have to push away negative feelings. Yeah. But we can still live with hope with them Mm -hmm. with the negative with the difficulty Mm -hmm. we can still move forward and dream and live in hope and still maneuver through this really painful world Mm -hmm. but we can do that because we we know him and so we can have these seemingly contradictory contradicting emotions and still move forward and make a difference but we have to choose to believe who he is Mm -hmm. so that's so good but i love that we we all have a purpose yeah and i love that analogy of nutcracker in the basketball game yeah so thinking about thinking about that and how important it is and that that we need to be moving forward with hope and we need to be dreaming again what are some practical ways that we can do that in this new year yeah i would say um First of all, just kind of taking some time to take some inventory of where you are at in regards to that. Um, and I did this study, a Rick Warren study years ago. I think it's called like Transformed or something. But I liked it because it was uh, just this holistic aspect of your life, um, financially, relationally, physically, vocationally. And I think, again, the new year is just such a great time to take inventory of those different areas. Because if you just get on cruise control, like you're you know we all have our areas where we would like to see growth but if you're not evaluating and uh, another scripture talks about counting the cost you know before you plan to build whatever well count the cost take some time to say hey this is where i'm at this is where i'd like to be and just getting super practical and tangible with that there's so many resources out there um there's this acronym about making your goals smart i'd be lying if i came up with the S-M-A-R-T, I don't even remember what they are, but just uh, the fact of not making them so broad, um, making the target so wide, like that it's just lofty and then you don't actually doing anything, do anything, but mm-hmm. being super specific with it. this is the amount of debt I like to pay off. This is the amount of you know money I'd like to give. This is the times I'd like to work out. This is the you know desired place I'd like to be in regards to that. Like all these different stuff, just being super specific with that. Um, I did that at the end of 2022, just took some time to really evaluate um, some wins and victories that I saw in the last year and then look ahead to saying, hey, I'd really love to see some growth in these areas. And I just think that's so cool to see God's hand in in the ways that he's brought you through and then um, just what can be in the future when you take some time to, to evaluate that. So that's just a real practical thing. And then, uh, obviously, local church girl through and through, you got to be connected to a body of believers. Yeah. Get in a small group, serve, give, be a part of something bigger than yourself. Mm-hmm. Um, remember that the church is not just a place that serves you. And if the songs are something that you like, and if the coffee's good, <laughs> but saying this is the place where I uh, I serve, mm-hmm. and these are my people, and I am a part of making this thing better for people who don't know God yet. And so again, using those giftings and those talents and those things that you bring to the table to build the local church because it's the hope of the world and it's uh, a light on a hill Mm -hmm. that um, people who don't know God can come and experience him 
And so, um, yeah, those are kind of things I can think of off the top of my head in that regard. (laughs) I think that's so helpful. And one of the things when I think about you is you are one of my friends who is so goal-oriented and in your follow-through is incredible. (laughs) And I'm just always really just encouraged and challenged by that by how by how you set goals for yourself and how you evaluate your life and um, take inventory and then make changes for what you want to see happen and so i'm really just personally encouraged and challenged by how you do that in your life so i've been seeing you in the past few years that i've known you do that and you do it really well and so um one question as we just think about that, like kind of goal goal setting and moving into this new year and, and starting fresh and, and seeing some things change. How do you hold um, the tension between dreaming big and setting big goals and, and um, following through and being consistent, but also living completely open-handed mm. to the Lord and allowing him to lead you and allowing him to guide your days and not taking control of your life yeah. um, and still allowing him to control, but also doing your part. How yeah. do you balance those things? Yeah. Well, first off, thank you. That's really kind. Um, I'll say one more thing on that last question and yeah. um, go to the front one. The other th- just super practical thing that I'll say is I'll, sp- I'll specifically talk about the, the realm of like health and fitness and then finances because that's kind of my two things right now that I'm really leaning into. But um, I saw some wins in 2022 because of some habits I started to um, incorporate in my life. Uh, and one of the biggest ones uh, for me, and again, just super practical level, was um, following a program. So for years and years and years, I've always been an athletic person. Um, I've always been into sports and that kind of thing. But I would go to the gym, I would show up, and I would have no idea what to do, and then I would give up. And, you know, and then in just even in regards to nutrition and stuff like that, just making too many excuses all the time. And so when I found a program, and I'm not promoting anything, I'm not selling anything, so chill. (laughs) Um, But just something that really, 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 really helped me um, to uh, have a plan, just such a plan of this is what I'm doing at the gym on these days. And uh, one of the most beautiful things I've heard and have seen and have now experienced is the beauty of keeping a promise to yourself. Mm, And that it's like, it's this you versus you mentality of like, I'm doing this thing for me Mm -hmm. (laughs) because I said that I would and I'm going to follow through on this thing. And like specifically like in regards to the gym, like making it like an appointment of, I'm, I, I have an appointment at 11 o'clock at the gym to get this workout mm-hmm. in. And then I just feel like in, in regards to the kind of health and fitness lane, it has helped infiltrate so many other areas of my life. And so like a big one on my radar for 2023 is my finances and getting in a better position with that. And so like one of the practical things I'm doing is um, I'm going to a class that, you know, is with people that know way more than me in that regard and just learning and getting there's endless content in our world of whether it's YouTube or even TikTok or whatever it is, but like learn from people who have found success in areas and avail yourself to that. So that's on that regard. Yeah. And then um, the other one about the tension of like dreaming, but also living open handed. Oh my goodness. I would just say um, it all kind of can come back to your 
personal, private, quiet time with the Lord. And I just think of John 15, abiding with Him. And that, like, you know, I love the scripture. I think it's, I think it's like Psalm 27, 14 or something along those lines. But it talks about delighting yourself in the Lord and He'll give you the desires of your heart. And we can throw that baby around and be like, you know, I'm I'm delighting myself. He's going to give me the desires or whatever. But the beauty is that I just feel like the more that we are satisfied and delighted in the things of God, our dreams, our goals, our ambitions, all these things start to slowly conform to what it is that he would have for us. And maybe those things that we did have, uh, goals or dreams in our back pockets or whatever, that might have been self-serving, that might have been, you know... um, just something that was to puff yourself up i think god has a beautiful way of just kind of pruning and chipping away at that and the closer you stay to him can he just brings you to this place of humility where you're like you know i don't know god i just want to serve you and honor you and like use the gifts and the talents and the passions that you've given me um and those those things change seasons change things change but like just kind of a, I don't know, quick little testimony on, on my part is like the last couple of years, uh, my lane has changed very much. Like all my kind of adult life has looked like vocational church ministry and like it's my passion and I love it. And I, I just like, I love building the local church. Um, but I kind of shifted a little bit and, and started stepping into some other things and uh through a series of events called the pandemic i like kind of stumbled into this role that i'm currently in where i'm teaching and coaching and i never saw myself like in an academic school type setting if i'm being completely honest kids kind of get on my nerves most of the time (laughs) but this uh being able to teach biblical uh i teach like a biblical worldview class and so just getting to have spiritual conversations with these kids, it's been so cool because if I'm being so honest, like Gen Z kind of scared the crap out of me. And I was like, these yeah. kids are wild, right? But the more that I like get to know them, I'm like, you are freaking awesome and are so funny and so like just have a cool grasp and opinion and outlook on the world and I think it's an honor to be able to be in their lives and speak into their lives. And I have no idea of anything that I say that might stick, but all I can do is pray that something somewhere along the the way does. Um, And then coaching, I I love basketball my whole life. Um, My heroes in life have been coaches. And so uh, getting to step in that space, I think honestly, it's just pretty cool because like teaching and coaching is very like a church ministry type thing where I, I feel like no matter where life takes me and I do believe I'll be back in, in that lane eventually um, but I'll always be a teacher and a coach because that's right. my gifting and my passion and that's what I want to do whether that's 13, 14 year old snotty nosed kids <laughs> yeah. or you know 40 year old women mm-hmm. mothers whatever it is like that's awesome. um, so I think things change seasons change and that's where we have to live open handedly um, and I listen to this podcast, uh, Leadership Lean in Chad Beach, and he talks a lot about holding people open-handedly because a lot of times in church culture, we have this, like, you're mine, you're on my team, you yeah. need to be loyal. Um, 
But when we can say, hey, my last church, I, uh, an incredible, amazing church, and uh, they did that so, so well of saying, hey, go where God would have you to be. So good. Um, and that's just, I think, beauty. Uh, beauty is found in that of, of living open-handed in every area of our right. lives because we're not owners of anything. We're right. stewards of, of, it, of it. And uh, Rich Wilkerson Jr., I think, in his office has this sign above his door that says, um, Jesus doesn't owe me anything, but he gave me everything. Um, and so when we can have that revelation of uh, I'm just here to to honor him and, mm. and do what he's called me to do, then so good. it'll help. <laughs> this truly, I'm like, my life is not my own. Yeah. You know, but it's his. And I love what you were saying about um, delighting yourself in him and he will give you the desires of your heart and abiding in him. And, mm-hmm. and the fact that that is a, a lifetime thing that yeah. is an everyday moment by moment thing. And one of the, someone told me this too, the same day the lady told me to, to dream again. <laughs> um, he, this man came up to me and I didn't really know him very well at all, but he came up to me and he was just like, you know, he was like, the Lord wants to give you what you want. Mm. He wants to give you what you desire. Just ask him. Oof. And his wife came up to me and said the same thing. Dang. And it is, it's so hard. And I think one of the things talking about this conversation of, of dreaming again and, and submitting to the Lord and having hope and um, one thing that crossed my mind was sometimes we just don't know where to start. Mm. And it's so hard to even think about what we want yeah. because we've been thinking about what we need yeah. and how to just get through today. Yeah. And so one of the things that I've been thinking about and, and came to my mind as you were talking was just like, maybe it's time to go back to dreams that God had put in us Ooh. that we put on the shelf. <laughs> Dang. Maybe we need to go back to those. Like we've set them aside for so long because we haven't even been able to think about the future. Oh. And so maybe it's time to pick up some of those again yes. and move forward. Because it's, sometimes it's hard to think, what do I want? Right. What are my desires? <laughs> Reminds me of the notebook. Yes. <laughs> what do you want? What do you even what do you want? want? It's not about what I want, what your mom wants. <laughs> yes. <laughs> So yes. that, that I just wanted oh. to, for someone maybe listening and they're like, I don't even know what I want a year to look like, Oof. what I want my life to look like in a year. I don't even know what <sighs> I want five years to be. Yeah. Maybe it's remembering some of the dreams God's put in you yeah. before and coming back to those yeah. and being able to hope again mm. and believe that God can do that again and and just really desiring again. Totally. Because sometimes it's hard to desire mm. for yourself. I listened to this message from Judah Smith a couple weeks ago, and it's funny because it's like so not what we hear in church. And it almost like, kind of like makes the hair on the back of your head stand up because it's like, oh. why? Cause, because he talked all about that um just that literally God wants to give you what you want and it can seem like what but he he it was he's so funny and one of the things he talked about is like how we can be singing songs God you're all I want and then he's like but I also really want like a new car (laughs) you know and it's like that's okay like you don't have to be so spiritual that it's like you are denying these things and gosh I mean we've talked about this a thousand times but even as you know single single girls and stuff it's like it's okay to have your things in your heart and your desires and you don't have to listen to what everyone tells you about when you just stop looking right (laughs) yes it's so true they just have to be in their right place yeah they don't have to be gone right they just have to be put in their place you don't have to stuff those things down and act like oh I I just can't think about that. Right. I can't want anything yeah. for myself. I can yeah. only want Jesus, and that's it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's 
like, yes, that's the greatest desire. But right. he's also put all these other wonderful things. Exactly. He's a good God us. who loves to give good gifts. Yes. Um, yeah. I even so had a conversation with some of my students. We were talking about heaven. And uh, yeah, and I was like talking about the beauty of things to come and just like yeah. of the the new earth and of all these things that, you know, I think God uh, has for us. And, and she was kind of like, well, I think heaven is just about us worshiping God and those things are not for us. <laughs> and like, you know, she's yeah. sweet and she means well. And I'm like, I get it. I, I hear you. But you need to know God loves you mm. and is relational and it pleases him and his heart to see you enjoy the things yes. that he made like oh, oh, oh. <laughs> yes. you know so it's like breathe a little bit chill out a little bit uh-huh. don't act like you're so holy and like have some fun yeah so yeah. true so yeah. good mm. such a good reminder and i think so for you mm-hmm. thinking about 2023 yeah what does winning look like mm. for you in 2023? Oh. What does winning look like? Winning looks like making my life, oh gosh, I hope this comes off okay, but like, for lack of a better word, like appetizing to people that are far from God. I don't know. Like, that's good. I just feel like some people that are not people of faith are like, Christians suck and are lame mm. and are so out of touch. Um, but if I can live my life in a way where behind the scenes I, you know, love God and am in close, intimate proximity with Him, that when I step outside and uh, people can just see him in me for like for you know like that the that the christ in me would be appealing to people and that i would i mean i'm surely i don't know i just want to i just want to live my life sucked dry where i was like i gave it my all i did everything that he asked me to do um I've loved people. I stepped into spaces and places that maybe were uncomfortable for me. Yeah. And uh, I, I just honored God and I had fun with it. And I invited people in uh, to the table to experience the goodness of God, even if it looks different uh, than maybe it's looked historically. But I just am really, really excited and expectant and full of hope and full of faith about what God wants to do. Again, in individual lives, but collectively with his church, um, I just think, I think that uh, there's a fresh wind and Mm -hmm. that there is um, a mighty move of God that is on the brink and on the cusp and that the church's greatest, uh, it shines the brightest when it's the darkest and it's very dark. (laughs) And so uh, when we can not shy away, but run into it, and with open arms and knowing that the wind of heaven is on our back and that um, God can and will and wants to use us. And so going back to that open hand, uh, uh, a successful 2023 looks like an open hand and an open heart saying, God, use me and that'll be a win. (laughs) So good. I'm excited to... 
talk with you next year. Right. About, <laughs> about that. That's yeah. so good. Awesome. I love it. Well, thank you. Thank you. For having this conversation it's with me. Fun. And it's fun and it's encouraging for me, you know, to think about dreaming and hoping again. And yeah. So Oof. do you want to encourage the listeners and, and pray for them? Yeah. Let me, let me pray us out. God, I thank you for everybody listening. And I just pray that there would be a spark ignited of hope and that, God, we would believe that you are for us and not against us. And, God, because of that, it's a game changer. And we can dream again. Your word tells us that you are the lifter of our heads. And so I thank you that you're lifting some heads in 2023. And we're stepping into uh, places and spaces that we might have never even seen coming but God, you are the Ephesians 3.20 God who can do more than we can ask, think, or imagine. And so i um, just excited to see what you're going to do. And I pray that um, people would um, listen to this and just be encouraged and challenged, inspired and motivated. Um, but more than anything, God, to be tethered to you because it's from that place that we can bear fruit that remains. And so I just pray that you bless every listener. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen.